At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You just saw Tim Murray and Sean King on the Nightcap. Guess what? I am neither of those people. I am Greg Peterson. We wound up seeing Tim on Follow the Money today, so he put in a very long day. Sean is spending some time with the family. I actually checked out his Twitter, and it looked like some very good eats there. I think I saw some collard greens. I think I wound up seeing some macaroni and cheese. Just an absolutely tremendous spread. And we've got a tremendous spread for you right here on VEASAN as well because we've got a lot that is going to be coming up on this Christmas. You've got some NBA games that are going to be going down. we got four college basketball games. We've got a pair of NFL games. And... Obviously, we're going to be taking a look at what we're going to be seeing in the days ahead when it comes to the NFL and college football as well, as you've also got a bowl game that's going to be going down up there with Georgia State, who I like. We're going to be diving into that all throughout. So we've got a lot to be able to talk about tonight. Unfortunately, we were supposed to get one bowl game out there in Hawaii, and typically on the nightcap, we like to cap off everything that we wound up seeing tonight. There wasn't really too many sports. Now, I did have someone ask me, and... We actually did, if you really, really, really wanted to go deep and you wanted to like bet at random places, you were able to bet on, I believe, some Korean basketball. And I think there might have been like one stray book that offered like Chinese college basketball. If you're handicapping that, boy, oh boy, I really do salute you because you are dedicated to the game. But 
we really didn't have anything with regards to Christmas Eve, as we know, one of the most dead days when it comes to the sports world. But even though there weren't any live games, we did wind up seeing some very interesting notes that are going to be affecting your future bets because a lot of what I think days that are very slow are all about is just being able to acquire information, as I always say when it comes to the college basketball offseason because that's really my main sport. Bets are won during the college basketball season. They're actually won through great preparation. They're won by being able to put in the legwork ahead of time, always saying just one, even if it's a half a step ahead of the books, just knowing exactly what is happening, where injury information, guys that might be moving around, things like this. And we did wind up seeing a lot that wound up coming out from the NFL because as we know, COVID-19 is wreaking havoc. And we'll get into the NBA in a few minutes because there are some random guys that we are going to be seeing hit the floor on Christmas. But when it comes to the quarterback situations for a lot of these teams, it seems as though the Detroit Lions are most likely going to be without Jared Goff once again this week. So it looks like it's going to be Tim Boyle who is going to be getting the start in that one. What I think is really going to be the biggest one is the fact that it looks like Tyler Hundley is going to be getting the start for the Baltimore Ravens as well as Lamar Jackson has been dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury. And as a result, when it comes to the Ravens versus the Cincinnati Bengals game. You wound up seeing the Ravens open up right around a two and a half point favorite on a lot of spots. This was bet up to three, I would say more around the 23rd, about this time, 24 hours ago. Now we've seen this line move to right around four and a half to five. And I think that it's a relatively appropriate move. I do think that books are starting to give a little bit more respect to Hunley, who, I mean, I'll call it what it is. I was not expecting him to be quite this good. You wind up having him throw for a couple touchdowns in that game against the Green Bay Packers, was able to lead the team to victory against the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears' offense absolutely sinks, and we'll get into that in a minute because if you're a Chicago Bears fan, it seems as though Christmas has been canceled for you. I mean, it's been canceled for a very long time, but when it comes to this Baltimore Ravens team, I think that they're going to be an interesting look For this week, to say the least, you've obviously not been able to have necessarily much of a ground game, but Hundley has been able to do a good job of holding down the fort. Then again, I was liking Cincinnati already when it wound up coming out at 2.5. I thought that that was a relatively good play, even at 3. I thought it was good. Now at 4.5, though, you have more information. I still think that's relatively solid with what we've got now aboard. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later. And when it comes to the line that we've seen in Lions versus the Atlanta Falcons, this opened up right around 6. At DraftKings, you're right now seeing a 7, but that's really the lone 7 that I'm seeing. You're noticing, for one, that the difference between Tim Boyle along with, as opposed to what you're able to get out of Jared Goff, it's not necessarily the world's greatest, and this is one that I feel like we saw coming a little bit more, so you're not going to see as drastic of a move because when you took a look at that 2.5 that was thrown out there with the Ravens versus the Bengals game, I think that that was an assumption that many people thought that Lamar Jackson was going to be coming back. Now it seems like that's on the fritz quite a bit more. So that is, I think, a very big piece of information. But I was mentioning it with the Chicago Bears. They're going to be starting Nick Foles at quarterback. And oh boy, if you're a Chicago Bears fan, I really do feel sorry for you. And here's how startling it is. The Chicago Bears wound up opening up right around a seven-point underdog. This old study. I mean, right now you're finding them anywhere between six and a half and seven, mostly six and a half right now. So it has caused absolutely no move to the line whatsoever. And that's just because regardless of who has been playing quarterback for the Chicago Bears this year, whether it be the Red Rifle, whether it be Justin Fields, it's just been a big giant calamity because 
Matt Nagy has done such a poor job with this offense, and it's not even funny. And I think that this is just so important when you take a look at coaching when it comes to NFL. We always have these coaches that they wind up being hired on and they're chic picks, and it's like, oh, this guy was calling plays and everything like that. Sometimes these coaches that they wind up going to bat for their assistants, they sometimes lead on a little bit more than they actually did, and it seems like it was that way with Matt Nagy. I just don't think that he wound up doing as much as people would like them to think at his previous stops. I think that that's very fair to say because, I mean, this Chicago Bears defense, it's good enough for them to be able to make a postseason, even though they're giving up right around 25 points per game. That's not necessarily indicative of the defense because this has been a Chicago Bears team that's been committing about as many turnovers as Sarah Lee's Bakery at this point. It has been absolutely terrible what we've seen out of them. Justin Fields has not been able to develop, and we oftentimes like to call these players busts when they don't wind up being able to come to the forefront when they aren't able to produce. A lot of times, a bust is a result of just being in a bad situation for one, two, bad coaching, and for Justin Fields, it's legitimately been both. So it has really stunted his growth. The Chicago Bears are going to have a lot of soul-searching to do in the offseason. If you're looking to bet this game, you've got a lot of soul-searching to do as to whether or not you want to be playing a touchdown with a Seattle Seahawks team that, let's call it what it is, they have not necessarily been too good this year. But I will say, up until this year, Russell Wilson had never had a losing season. You've got to feel like he... And just the rest of that team in general, Pete Carroll, all these guys have been there for so long. They are going to come out with some fight. They're going to try to finish the season strong. And hey, when you got the Bears and the Lions coming up the next two weeks, you are able to salvage a little bit of something. And the way that the NFC playoff picture is going, they certainly aren't necessarily very live in that. But if they do wind up winning out, I do think that it would be intriguing because I don't think that they would be able to make too much of a charge up the board to be able to make it into the postseason. But I mean, you take a look at things right now when it comes to the NFC. Right now, the seventh spot is being held by the Minnesota Vikings. They're seven and seven. You do have the San Francisco 49ers who are a little bit clear at eight and seven. But when you take a look at the 49ers, I do not like what I've necessarily seen out of this team this season. They just seem to be a little bit of a rudderless bunch now. And got the Houston Texans coming up. And if they wind up losing to the Houston Texans, then you really have to be asking quite a few questions. But I do think that this is a Seahawks team that they're still going to be coming out. They're still going to be having a lot of fights. So I think that it is important to be taking a look at those aspects when it comes to handicapping a few of these games. And then I mentioned it with regards to seeing COVID information when it comes to the NBA. I don't know about you, but I don't know how you wind up handicapping guys that have been out of the league for over 24 months. And we're seeing that with the LA Lakers and Derek Collison. I've been saying it a lot on this network the last few months. The Lakers are a team that you want to be fading in every aspect of things, whether it be futures, whether it be game to game. I mean, whether it be just anything, the Lakers are just not set up for success. It's as if LeBron James, who's currently the general manager of the Lakers, Yes, I know that the Lakers have a different general manager, but I we all know who's calling the shots right now. It's as if he thought that this was going to be a game, this was going to be a season that was simulated on like NBA Live 2013, and now they've come to the realization that oh no, we actually have to play the games for one, and the year is 2021, soon to be 2022, and you know what? Someone like Russell Westbrook 
is not necessarily the world's greatest fit with me because he wants the ball in his hands every single time. Made absolutely no sense whatsoever as to what the Lakers were putting together. They're going to be playing against the Nets, and oh boy, they themselves are certainly dealing with it as well. You've got a Nets team that they are going to have James Harden out there. So we're going to be diving into this game a little bit later on, but they are going to have James Harden out there, but they're going to be down Kevin Durant. They're obviously not going to be having Kyrie Irving as well as he pretty much has not been seen this year, although he is going to be coming back relatively soon for this team. And it makes for a very interesting handicap when you've got Darren Collison, who he was a solid player back when he was playing. Last time he wound up playing was in April of 2019. I'm not sure about you, but if you don't wind up doing something for north of 24 months, that's going to affect you quite a bit. Now, I'm sure that he's been staying in shape. I'm sure that this is someone that he's been, at the very least, getting up shots, something like that. But, I mean, I'm someone that I used to bowl in college, and I'm not going to try to compare myself to an actual high-level athlete because, I mean, we've seen some people at bowling alleys, but if I were to just take a layout from bowling from 24 months, try to get out there and try to rack them up and try to compete in a tournament, it probably wouldn't be going too well for me the first or second time around. So I think that that's a very important consideration with that. And when it comes to that Lakers versus Nets game, boy, I think that we were expecting a little bit of different rosters for this game. When it comes to Lakers, they have just been dealing with Murphy's Law this year. I mean, you wound up having LeBron James have a little bit of ailment. He's day-to-day as well. I mean, you're going to have Russell Westbrook out there, which he'll be able to give you 30 hollow points on 30 shots. So that's great. You've also got Carmelo Anthony. So it's going to be my ball, my ball between Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony when they wind up getting out there. Blake Monk is going to be out of this game. Austin Reeves is going to be out of this game. Ted Bazemore is still out for this team. I think the Towel Boy, it probably has Christmas plans himself. So, man, I mean, there's going to be a whole lot to dissect with that regard. We're going to be hitting on the NBA card that we're going to be seeing for Christmas all throughout the show. But as we know, NFL reigns king. So coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at the Christmas Day games that we've got in the NFL. That's next right here on the Nightcap with myself, Greg Peterson, on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast catch replays of all our shows and download and listen on your schedule go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum plus we've got Hardwood Handicappers the Lombardi line, Follow the Money and there's just some stud that does this podcast called Coast to Coast Hoops and you got many more they are all free and they are available at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever your podcast says. It is the Nightcap with myself, Greg Peterson. I will try to say the correct name every single time, but the odds are about minus one time that I will slip up at either say the look at or the Greg Peterson experience says this is the third show that I've done in the last seven days. But with that said, we are going to be getting into this game in a minute and we've got an interesting side bet right here on the Nightcap as behind the scenes, we've got people that are doing doing absolutely amazing work. I know that Des wound up getting me set up on audio. You've got my wonderful producer, Brian Ortega. He, like myself, is a Green Bay Packers fan. Our technical director, Nick Wells, he is terrific. Oliver does a great job of being able to contribute to the show as well. All these guys, they do amazing work. So while you guys are sitting there and you're thinking, oh, man, you're working on the holiday, these guys do as well. They do the hard work. I've got the easy job. I just talk into a microphone. I wind up doing what I love. Without these guys, you would not be hearing my voice and seeing me on your TVs. They are absolutely exceptional. And Nick and Brian are in a little bit of a tango as Brian, much like myself, a Green Bay Packers fan. He wound up betting with Nick 20 bucks that the Packers are going to be able to win. He doesn't have to lay any points. Nick, you wound up giving out something that I wouldn't have done because the money line right now in this game is the Packers laying about minus 365. As right now, you got the Packers a 7.5 point favorite total on this game is 46.5. Brian, you got some of the best closing line value ever. As you're pretty much getting even money on the Packers being able to win outright, whereas if you want to any book right now, you'd be laying at least minus 340. So 
Good on you, Brian, for that. And I do like the Green Bay Packers in this spot. I personally, if you like the Packers, you want to be trying to shop around for some sevens. There are a few out there. When I take a look at things, right around 75, 80% of books. Right now, they've got the Packers as a seven and a half point favorite. You are able to find a couple straight sevens as well. Occasionally, there might be a little bit more juice out there, but I do think that it's well worth it. If you have a seven and a half right now available, I'd be willing to lay it with the Packers before I'd be willing to take it with the Cleveland Browns. But certainly, you want to be trying to see if at all possible to get a seven, in my opinion, because I do think that it is going to be relatively critical as you have seen the Packers defense flip up a little bit. But as we know, this is the great state of Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen, and typically it is relatively cold out there. It seems like it's going to be right around 32 degrees for this game. So you have to figure that the Packers are going to be very used to it. Now, the good news is for the Cleveland Browns, for one, you're not going to be having any like snow or anything like that. And them being more towards the northern part of the country, it's not like they're trying to have to fly in from Miami, Tampa Bay, what have you, where they're just not where they're just not used to it. And for the Browns as well, they've gotten a little bit of good news over the last 48 hours. They are going to have a lot of players activated. They have their choice of Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield. Got to figure that it's going to be Baker Mayfield getting the start in this one. You've also got Jarvis Landry, who is going to be in as well. Now, they are going to be without Jordan Elliott along with Chase McLaughlin, their kicker, but good news for the Cleveland Browns, to say the least. Meanwhile, you've got a Green Bay Packers team that they've been dealing with quite a few ailments themselves, but I think that they're going to be about as close to healthy as they've been in quite a while. You're going to have Marcus Veldes-Scantling out of the fold, and it seems as though David Bakhtiari, though he is making progress, he is probably going to be out of the fold for this one as well. But when you take a look at the Green Bay Packers, this has been a lightning rod of an offense recently. Aaron Rodgers has been incredibly efficient. He has now become the leader with regards to odds to be able to win MVP. I think that's a plus 125 that we're seeing right now is a little bit just not valuable enough to be able to take right now in this spot for him to be able to win MVP. I'd be feeling much better at more like a two to one. I wouldn't want to be taking only a plus 125, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. You take a look at what he's been able to do the last four weeks. He has not thrown a single interception. Meanwhile, he's been able to pass for 13 touchdowns and it's been up against relatively solid teams. The Baltimore Ravens, the Minnesota Vikings, the Rams, and the Chicago Bears. The Bears have a solid defense. The offense, well, that's something that I wanted to discussing in the first segment. It is a complete and utter dump. But when it comes to the Cleveland Browns, I am just completely out on this Cleveland Browns team. They're a team that I think is doomed to be missing the postseason. They're going to have a lot of soul searching to do this offseason as to whether or not they want to be inking Baker Mayfield to a big deal. I think it's leaning more towards the no. And I actually do think that when it comes to the Browns, having Baker Mayfield not play last week was actually a good thing because when it comes to Baker Mayfield, you could just tell by watching him, he was not himself those last few weeks. This is a guy that is trying to play through injury. I mean, God bless him. He is doing everything that he can, but it's just not there for him. I I wish I could put it any other way, but in the last four games he's played, four touchdowns, four interceptions. They were able to eke out that win against the Detroit Lions. They were able to eke one out against the Baltimore Ravens, but this has been an offense that has really been sucking neutral. 24 points or fewer in each out of the last four weeks, and it's a Cleveland Browns defense that they certainly had their slip-ups in their game against the Chargers, but they take a look at this Browns defense, and it actually hasn't been too bad for them, so I do have to give them a little bit of credit on that front as well. This is a team that they have been having Miles Garrett deal with injuries. you got to figure that he's going to be good to go in this game. I'd be very surprised to see anything other than that. It's a secondary that 
did not wind up making some of the world's greatest plays towards the back half of that Ravens game, but when you take a look at someone like Denzel Ward, he is solid, but you take a look at what you're able to get back there as well. Ronnie Harrison, it seems like he's going to be out along with Greg Newsome and John Johnson III, so you're certainly dealing with it there. You've also got Jadavion Clowney who's going to be out of the fold now. Jadavion Clowney is a very splashy name. He's a guy that draws a lot of attention, but I would say he hasn't necessarily done a ton for the team. He wound up having a big game against the Baltimore Ravens, but really, other than that game against the Ravens, he hasn't necessarily been able to have the world's greatest stats this season, so that has been something to really take note of, and when it comes to Browns, being without McLaughlin, I think is actually going to matter for this game because they are going to be going with Chris Neger as their kicker, and if you're wondering who Chris Neger is, rookie out of SMU. He has never kicked in the NFL before, so... That's right now what you're dealing with. I think that that is something that does need to be taken into consideration as well because when it comes to something like a fourth and five at like the 20-yard line, it could turn into a case where the Cleveland Browns wind up rolling the dice a little bit. You obviously wind up having Kevin Stefanski going through COVID-19 protocols as well. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily going to affect the team too much. I think that coaching is a little bit more paramount in college than it is in the NFL, but I do think that Stefanski is one of the coaches out there in the NFL, so him having to be away from the team for about a week and a half or so, I do think that that matters a little bit as well. I want to take a look at the Green Bay Packers. Right now, you're finding them atop the odds board for odds to be able to win the NFC, and on top of that, odds to be able to win the just title itself. They're right now plus 450 to be able to win the championship, plus 200 to be able to win the NFC. I think that that's gotten a little bit too short. I think a lot of that is because they are the one seed out there in the NFC, and as a result, if you were to take a look at it right now, they'd be the only team with a bye. I do think that the other game that we are going to be seeing, and we're going to be hitting this game on the other side between the Cardinals and the Colts, that is going to have a lot to do with what we wind up seeing just moving forward with regards to the NFC as well, but I take a look at this game, and I do think that the Packers should be able to get there. Like I said, this is a game that you really want to be shopping around because the difference between 7 and 7.5, critical numbers, they are called critical for a reason. I do think that it could wind up coming through as well. And with the Packers, it's been really interesting to take a look at them from a totals perspective because they wound up starting out the year very, very hot to the under. I believe that out of their first 10 games, you wound up seeing eight of them wind up going under the total. You've seen a barrage of overs each of the last four weeks. I do think that this is a Packers defense that is going to be able to step up. I mean, with the Cleveland Browns, I just laid it out. The fact that this offense has not been firing on all cylinders, to say the least. I said 24 points or fewer in each of the last four weeks. Make it each out of the last five weeks. I forgot to factor in the fact that in that game against Las Vegas, they wound up having a little bit of a putrid effort on offense in that as well. So I do think that this is going to be a game in which the Packers defense is going to be able to step up. And really, up until the last few weeks, this is a Packers defense that had been able to hold up at the point of attack. Not having guys like Jair Alexander, I thought that they were going to take their toll a little bit more. But a lot of these guys have been able to step up. They are going to be with Kenny Clark in the fold as well. That is something that is big for that front seven. I think that they're going to do everything humanly possible to get after Baker Mayfield. I think that they're going to be able to have some success. And what I think is going to be key for the Cleveland Browns is really trying to give the ball to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, in my opinion, is a top five running back in the NFL, but you can tell that he's been dealing with a couple of ailments as well. They tried to feature him as much as possible in that game against the Raiders. He wound up getting 23 carries in that game. I would not be surprised if you wind up seeing a lot of carries go his way as well. It is going to be a game in which you're not going to be seeing necessarily a whole lot of wind, a whole lot of weather in general 
when it comes to what we're going to be getting in Green Bay on Saturday, but it certainly is going to be cold, right around 32 degrees. So I do think that they're going to try to utilize Nick Chubb to take the pressure off of him. And with the Green Bay Packers, they've been able to do a good job of utilizing Jones along with A.J. Dillon. So I do give the edge to the Packers. We'll say it again. Try getting a 7 instead of a 7.5, but I do like the Packers in the spot, and I'm taking a look at an under as well. And up next, we're going to be taking a look at the other game that we've got for, for Christmas. We've got the Arizona Cardinals and the Indian. Indianapolis Colts doing battle. We're going to be previewing that next right here on the Nightcap on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Nightcap is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. It is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spook cups, and no more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and they are available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. That way you can easily find the satisfaction level that is perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning that it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to Zinn.com slash find to be able to find a store that is nearest you. That is ZYN.com slash find. And warning, this is a product that contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical as we're back here on the nightcap. It is myself, Greg Peterson, holding it down. Tim Murray, you wound up seeing him on Follow the Money earlier today. So I'm sure that he is getting some rest and relaxation. Sean King is enjoying some very good Christmas meal with the family. So always appreciate that. And hopefully you're enjoying some great time with you and yours. I am very happy to be at work right now. So hopefully I'm able to take a little bit of the edge off of you guys. Take a little bit of the time out that you need to handicap, try to give you guys some good information so that way you can, if you're maybe separated from loved ones, call mom, tell them, tell her Merry Christmas, something like this. I know that there are many of you guys that you just wind up getting with your family throughout the holidays. So hopefully you guys are all able to do that. Hopefully you guys are able to do so safely and just hopefully you guys are having a great time in general and we're going to try to make it a little bit better and try to make you guys some money as we have seen a little bit of a line move recently when it comes to this game that we've got between the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. Now the two to two and a half that we're currently seeing on the Colts that has been holding steady with them getting between two and two and a half. That has not necessarily been changed, but you'll notice that with the total it is right now at DraftKings of 49. A lot of places have moved to a 48. So we've seen a little bit of a recent downtick when it comes to the total. And I think that it is intriguing because I myself wound up firing in on the under at 49. I still advise a play at 48, by the way. But when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, they have been a little bit of a more disjointed offense ever since they've been without DeAndre Hopkins. I think that that is going to be a very big key in this game when it comes to the Indianapolis Colts. No question. This has been a team that has really been shall we say, powered by their offense. They have been one of the best over teams in all of football. There are very few teams that have played over 50% of their games to the over because you just take a look at the NFL in its entirety, and it's really been an under league thus far this year. If you've been taking unders in the NFL, you have been able to profit time and time again as right now the under is sitting at a 55.8% clip, 125 
unders to 99 overs. I believe that there's been a push or two along the way, but certainly it has been a very good year for unders in the NFL. But when it comes to this game, I do think that the Colts are going to be able to step up a little bit with their defense. With the Colts, a lot of their defensive struggles earlier in the year and a lot of the overs that wound up coming, that came as a result of just not having out there one of their key pieces on defense in Darius Leonard. Leonard wound up dealing with a little bit of an injury ever since he's been back and at full force. This has been a very solid Colts defense. And then you can take a look at the secondary of this team. They are going to be without Andrew Sandeo along with Rocky Asin. So these two guys being out, I do think affects things a little bit. But when it comes down to what you're going to be able to get out of the Arizona Cardinals, the big key is the guys being out there, being able to take full advantage of that and being able to just have someone like a Christian Kirk wind up going off for a big game. Now, Rondale Moore, it seems like he's dealing with a little bit of an injury as well, so you want to be checking in a little bit more for his status. Now, the good news is it does seem as though he is probably going to be more likely to play than not, but you want to be checking in on that just in case. And then we've also seen James Conner dealing with a little bit of an injury as well. Seems like he is going to be able to suit up, but I mean, James Conner has been absolutely amazing for the Arizona Cardinals team, especially when you've had guys like Kyler Murray along with Noob Hopkins out of the fold because he's got 14 touchdowns this year. But when you take a look at the defense of the Cardinals, it is now back to pretty much full staff. Isaiah Simmons had been dealing with an injury. He is going to be back to the fold. Obviously, you have no J.J. Watt, but you've been without J.J. Watt pretty much the entirety of the season. But when it comes to secondary, I do think that it's one of the more underrated ones out there in all of football. Buda Baker, along with Marco Wilson, have been very solid back there for this team. And when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, I do think that there's quite a bit of upside when it comes to them because if you're taking a look at their title odds, they're right around 18-1. to 1. Odds to be able to win the NFC, more around plus 850. And Kyler Murray, when he's been fully healthy, he has played like an MVP this year. A little bit over 3,000 yards. He has thrown the 10 interceptions, but he's also able to create with his feet as well. He has really been able to lead this Cardinals team to a very good spot. Now, we have seen it with the Arizona Cardinals last few years. They have seen a little bit of a nosedive towards the end of the season. I do think that they are going to be able to avoid that trap a little bit more. And one big thing with regards to Kyler Murray as well, this does have me concerned a little bit, and it is a big reason why I do think that the under is very much more in play when it comes to this game. He does have 10 fumbles this year, and as we know, when it comes to trying to get overs, turnovers are just absolutely killer for those, but when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, I do think that they're going to be able to get enough out of the ground game to be able to control this one, and when it comes to the Indianapolis Colts, I have been feeling much more bullish about this team. Unfortunately, they're just not going to be able to win the division because they needed the Titans to slip up on Thursday night football. That certainly was not the case, but with the Colts, I think the big thing for this team is just being able to get Jonathan Taylor going on. Obviously, they've been able to do, to do so, but what I thought was really interesting was a few weeks ago, they did not wind up running Jonathan Taylor as much as I would have liked. I mean, they wound up giving him 16 carries, and in the fourth quarter, he did a very good job. I think that it, after the game, Frank Reich wound up saying that it was just because the Tampa Bay rush defense is so good, which... I still say you wind up playing strength on strength, so some of the play calling when it comes to Colts, it has been a little bit befuddling, which that has me out on them a little bit more as well. And I was expecting a little bit more out of someone like Equity Pay. I thought that he had a good chance of being able to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Obviously, that's going to be going to Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons has had legitimately the best rookie season ever since Lawrence Taylor. And yeah, that guy was pretty darn good, so I do think that that is a little bit of a factor here, but I do think that both of these teams are going to be 
in a spot in which they're going to be held down a little bit more than normal. I do think that both of these defenses are going to be able to step up. So I take a look at this spot, and I'm going to be taking a look at the under personally. I think that this is a good spot for the Arizona Cardinals as well. I know that a lot of people are out on them after what they've wound up seeing the last two weeks, but I do think that Kyler Murray is going to be able to look like the Kyler Murray that we wound up seeing a little bit earlier this season. Obviously, the loss that they wound up taking to the Lions was very bad, but I mean, still, with Kyler Murray, something that I do like to see with him is that he's been taking less sacks recently. Two sacks or fewer in three of the last four games that he has played in, so the protection has been good. So I take a look at this game, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Arizona Cardinals laying less than a field goal here. Even if it winds up getting up to a two and a half, I still think that there's still value there. And we actually saw some ones and ones and a halves earlier this week. So it certainly has presented some good value on the Arizona Cardinals. So looking to lay it here with the Arizona Cardinals. Also looking at this total under end. When it comes to the NFL as well, I do think that what is going to be another intriguing game because we are talking about the Indianapolis Colts, the fact that they just aren't going to be able to compete for the division. When it comes to the division, that is going to be very, very out there, in my opinion, is the AFC North. We were talking a little bit earlier about the Ravens and the Bengals game. That certainly is going to be a critical one. We're probably going to be hitting on that either tonight or tomorrow on the Greg Peterson Experience, which if you're you're wondering, the Greg Peterson Experience is not happening tonight just because I'm right here or else I'd be literally handing off from the nightcap with myself to the Greg Peterson Experience with myself. We're giving some folks a few hours off. We're going to be airing a little bit of a Christmas special after this one, but when it comes to the AFC North, what I think is going to be really intriguing is this just what we're going to be able to get in general out of the Pittsburgh Steelers as they're going to be going on the road and facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs have been on a massive heater thus far. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, but I mean, if the Steelers wind up winning this game, all of a sudden, they've got a shot to be able to win the division. At 7-1, to that's not the worst look, and the fact that they're at 7-1 and the Browns are at plus 550 makes no sense whatsoever to me. I just do not like what I'm seeing on this Browns team. You heard me in the last segment saying that I like the Packers to be able to cover at a touchdown. Heck, at 7.5, I don't love it as much as I like the 7, but I'd be willing to lay the 7.5 before I'd be willing to take it with the Cleveland Browns. That is for darn sure. And when it comes to the Steelers team, they've been able to mix and match all season long. They have been a total mash unit. They should have addressed the offensive line. Right now, you're finding them about an 8.5 point underdog in a lot of spots when it comes to this game. But I do think that this is a Steelers team that is going to be very live in this one. Najee Harris has not necessarily been able to put up massive numbers with this team, but they keep giving him the ball. He keeps being able to take a lot of pressure off of Ben Roethlisberger. And the win that they wound up having against the Tennessee Titans just encapsulates this Pittsburgh Steelers team in general. It is a team in which they just don't do things conventionally. It is very, very far from sexy, but they wound up winning that game against the Tennessee Titans after holding the ball for fewer than 20 minutes, which I think is absolutely remarkable. They were the first team since 2006, I believe, to be able to win a game like this. Mike Tomlin just has shown time and time again that he is one of the best coaches that we've seen in the NFL in a long time, and I think that they're going to be very live in this game. I think that that AFC North that AFC North race is really going to be worth watching. What else is going to be worth watching? The NBA on Christmas. We're going to be taking a look at some of these games, letting you know who's all in, who's all out for these games as well next on the nightcap right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Pay 50% off a of VSN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. You're able to get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the money is going for every game. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bets emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every single bowl game for just $39. That is at Beeson.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the nightcap with myself, Greg Peterson, holding it down for Tim and Sean. Very glad to be aboard with you tonight. And unfortunately, we did not wind up getting the bowl game that we were expecting with Hawaii having to not be able to play the game due to COVID-19 protocols. But have no fear. We've got a bowl game that is going to be coming up on Christmas Day. We're going to be taking a look at that a little bit later. But 
How about if we transition to the hardwood? Probably going to be hitting a lot of basketball in the second hour as well because we do have five Christmas Day games to be able to take a look at with regards to the NBA. And then we got four games out there in the lovely state of Hawaii to be able to take a look at. And also, since, well, my namesake is Oops, we're going to be taking a little bit of a look at what I've been noticing with regards to overs and unders because we're going to be, you're going to find out that when it comes to the games out there in Hawaii, you've got one very demonstrative team to the under. So, we're going to be sort of doing the deep dive chalk talk with myself, just taking a look at why that is what you want to be taking a look at when it comes to teams that are good to the over, good to the under. So we're going to be having some fun when it comes to that. But we're going to be having some fun with the hardwood as well with the NBA. As right now, you've got Knicks and Hawks. That is going to be the first game that is going to be tipping off on Christmas. As of right now, you're finding the Knicks anywhere between a 6F and a 7-point favor with the total ranging right around 209, 210-ish, depending on where you look. And it's a case for the Hawks in which they are getting very much banged up, and you're able to say the same for the New York Knicks. Now, anyone that wound up having it, Cam Reddish on his point prop a few days ago, that was absolutely brutal. I think that he wound up having, like, 18 points against the 76ers, and then he, like, winds up hurting his ankle. He's out of the fold in that game, so... That was absolutely terrible. Now, the good news is, is it looks like he's going to be able to play in this game, which is very big because it actually looked like a little bit of a rough injury there. Meanwhile, you take a look at the next end. They have not been getting good news all season long. They're without R.J. Barrett. They're without Derrick Rose, Emmanuel Quickly as well. So they certainly have been up against it. And what has been really astonishing with the Knicks is that they've played worse at home than they have on the road. They're 6-11 and 11 at home. Meanwhile, on the road, they're 8-7. and seven. I have no idea how that works, but the Knicks at the most famous arena they have not been able to step up this year. And I always look at this with Tom Thibodeau coach teams. For the first year, sometimes the first two years, these teams, they always come out because he's very much a gritty, hard-nosed, old-school coach, grinding guys into the ground. And in the first year, guys aren't quite grinded into the ground. Year two, year three, list goes on and on. The longer that Tom Thibodeau is there, the more that these guys are just worn out, the more that these guys are tired. And and we could say all that we want about COVID-19 protocols. That certainly has taken their toll a little bit on the Knicks. But I just feel like the way that Tom Thibodeau winds up utilizing his guys always leads to guys being more and more hurt. And as a result, you're having to look to a backcourt of guys like Evan Fournier and Alec Burks. Now, what I think is really intriguing is that Kemba Walker just completely went off. I believe it was last night. Uh, against the Washington Wizards. It was a losing effort, but he had 44 points in that game. That was vintage Kemba Walker, and we were all thinking that Kemba Walker was going to be looking like the guy that he has recently. He, he wanted coming back for the last three games. 29, 21, and 44 points. I mean, those that love college basketball like myself remember just what he was able to do at Madison Square Garden when he was with UConn. We all remember the famous Carniac Kemba call when he wound up having that big giant step back against Pittsburgh in that game. So it warms your soul to be able to see that. So I mean, a little bit of a Christmas miracle, but the Knicks are going to need, in my opinion, a Christmas miracle to be able to cover this game as well because you've got a guy in Julius Randle that's just trying to do a little bit of everything for the team. He's been leading the team really in points, rebounds, and assists for much of the season. So that is something that is not necessarily ideal. What else is not ideal is what the Atlanta Hawks are dealing with as well because you've had Ice Trey be out of the fold. Trey Young has been dealing with an injury, so you're not going to have him. Lou Williams is out of the fold. Kevin Herter is out of the fold. You're going to be without Danilo Gallinari once again. Clint Capella is out of the fold. 
I hear that the Devil Boy is wanting to do Christmas with his honey as well. So, I mean, it's just one of these cases in which it just seems like everyone is out of the fold for the Atlanta Hawks. So, this is not great, to say the least, for them. So, you're going to be seeing a little bit of a funky bunch lineup when it comes to the Atlanta Hawks. You're going to be looking to Boyan Bogdanovich, no doubt. He's probably going to be one of the headliners for this team. As I mentioned, good news is Cam Reddish, it looks like, is going to be able to play in this game after he won up twisting his ankle or having some sort of a lower body injury a couple days ago against the 76ers and that's going to be very big and in the Atlanta Hawks worry we'll get that win against the 76ers which that's actually very good news because I am pretty much the same lineup that you're going to be seeing on Christmas is the lineup that they wanted throwing out there a couple days ago so you can expect a lot of John Collins now it seems like Onyeka Okungwu may or may not be in the fold for the team in this one so you're going to be looking to most likely Skylar Mays a lot Skylar Mays was able to go off for 14 points and 11 rebounds. Prior to that, he was averaging right around two and a half points per game this season. So, I mean, it's a guy that I liked coming out of LSU, but I don't know necessarily what you're going to be able to get out of him. And that's really one of the big difficulties when it comes to taking a look at these NBA games as well. We're going to be getting into another one in a minute with the Lakers and the Knicks, or the Lakers and the Nets. Just the complete and utter calamity of handicapping guys that we really haven't seen in a long time. That is one of the most difficult things to do in handicapping. I mean, we've seen it with so many of these guys that wound up having to play in those like Monday and Tuesday games in the NFL, in which you wind up having a bunch of understudies having to step up the Washington football team quarterbacking situation. You're seeing it right now in the NBA due to COVID-19 protocols. So that certainly does wind up throwing a little bit of a wrinkle in there because, I mean, if you're taking a look at the Atlanta Hawks, Lance Stevenson is probably going to be seeing meaningful minutes for this team. A guy that is currently averaging, and I'm not even kidding here, one and a half points, four and a half rebounds, and two and a half assists per game. I can't remember the last time we wound up seeing that because he's played it just two games. They wound up picking him up off the scrap heap. I mean, I don't remember Lance Stevenson for blowing in the ear of LeBron James. So, boy, I mean, it's a case in which I do recognize that Kemba Walker has looked a little bit better. I do not feel good about laying six half with the Knicks. My best advice for you, if you're taking a look at betting the NBA, and you're going to notice in the final hour of the show when I wind up giving out bets, I'm going to have a lot in the NFL. I'm going to have a ton in college basketball. I'm really not going to have anything in the NBA just because with the NBA, it is the best sport to wind up diving into in-game because with the NBA, you see a game of runs for one. And two, now you've got to be factoring in guys like Jay Huff getting meaningful minutes for the LA Lakers. I mean, good grief. When you wind up having some of these guys come through, it's absolutely terrible. And that's the game that we're going to be transitioning to. you got the Lakers and the Nets with just mash units on both sides. As of right now, you're finding the Lakers in a lot of spots right around a one-point favorite and a total of in the neighborhood of about 226. And I do not feel good about either of these teams right now. You've got a Nets team that they are going to have James Harden out there. That is very good news. And it seems as though LeBron James is going to be able to play in this game. He was dealing with a little bit of an abdomen injury. So you're most likely going to have those two guys out there. Darn near all the other stars for these two teams. They are going to be out of the fold. I still look at fading the Lakers, though, just because this has been a very poorly constructed roster. And I have no idea how these guys are going to be able to play together. You're going to have LeBron James out there. And as we know, he demands the ball. Russell Westbrook. He is a black hole in which every time you pass him the ball, it is not coming back out. So you've got that going on. You've got yourself Dwight Howard, who, I mean, he's up there in years. You've got DeAndre Jordan as well, being able to give you a couple of rebounds. Rajon Rondo. 
they signed Isaiah Thomas, which that's a clear sign of desperation right there. You might wind up seeing Jamario James in this game. I mean, you would have to have a little bit of a calamity happen, but you might wind up seeing Jamario James for the LA Lakers. That's where they're at right now. I mean, the good news is Talon Horton Tucker has been able to give you a little bit of something as well. But then you take a look at the Nets, a team that I I think that from a straight-up perspective, they've been solid with regards to against the spread perspective. A little bit out and cold, I feel like there are numbers with regards to how to be able to win the title have been a little bit just bumped up too far. I mean, at plus 245 to be able to win the title, that's a little bit too far. But, I mean, this has been, by and large, a relatively solid team. You've got a very good sharpshooter in Petty Mills. He's been able to give the team 13.5 points. He's bearing right around 43% of his threes. So you do have a little bit of help for James Harden. James Harden, he himself is someone that can wind up getting a little bit too selfish with it, much like we see with Russell Westbrook. I do like the fact that you've got Nick Claxton back in the fold for this team, though, along with Paul Millsap, not having LaMarcus Aldridge out there. It's a little bit of a loss, but I don't necessarily think it's necessarily the world's greatest loss. He's been someone that has been up and down throughout his career. Has really had a little bit of a renaissance this year. I was sort of waiting for the bottom to fall out a little bit with him. If I'm looking at anything, I'm looking at the Nets. But, man, when you wind up dealing with all these stars that are out for both of these teams, it is a little bit brutal. But what is terrific is that we've got two more hours of the nightcap coming up next. And we're going to be going college basketball to start out hour number two next. Right here on the nightcap on VSEN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.